0: All right, well, we'll just get started and talk to Beverly. Good morning, Beverly.
1: Good morning. Good morning. I have powdery mildew on my squash, and on the yellow crookneck, it's quite severe. I've not had to deal with this before, so I do not know what to use. And I'm not sure, does this stuff kill your plants, or is it just cosmetic
0: Well, it's somewhere in between. It most definitely weakens your plants because the more of it you get on the leaves, the less the leaves can carry out their photosynthesizing, which, of course, is how the plant supports itself. And it does deteriorate some of the tissue. Now, it is so common this year Because we have had so little sunny weather, we have had a lot of rain, we've had a lot of just, you know, drizzle, drizzle, even when it didn't rain. And when the leaves on your plants just stay constantly moist, the the spores that create powdery mildew float through the air they land on the leaf they germinate as it were and all of a sudden you have problems so um, you're not alone everybody I know with squash in their garden is fighting some powdery mildew now same on cucumbers and oh and you know melons almost everything we're seeing some of it and yes it does weaken the plant so I think it's good to do something about it and probably the easiest and certainly almost no cost thing to do is to uh, take some whole-ground cornmeal. If you're getting it at H-E-B, you're probably going to buy it as stone ground rather than whole ground, but at a feed store at a nursery whatever, it's just uh, a cornmeal, and soak it in water for about 24 hours and simply pour it or spray it over the leaves of your plants. Do it every few days. The cornmeal's not the magic, but the cornmeal grows this beneficial fungus called trichoderma, which will knock out your powdery mildew, which will... Gosh, on roses, it'll keep your black spot under control and lots of black spot on roses this year. It's uh, it, it takes care of just almost every damaging fungus out there, and it's, of course, totally safe, doesn't bother the bees, doesn't harm the squash that you want to eat in any way. Now, it's what you're going to see is more that the new leaves that come out on your squash are free of the powdery mildew. The ones that already have a bunch of powdery mildew, they're going to get a little bitter, but they're certainly not going back. To being beautiful green leaves again but uh, especially directed to the new growth as it comes out and if you haven't fertilized your squash lately feed it again because we need to encourage some good healthy new foliage on it but be sure you pour that corn water tea over the uh, new foliage and it will pretty much totally stop the powdery mildew. Is
1: there a recipe for it or I just take a handful and put it in some water and I, I guess... <laughs> The texture will be whether I'm going to put it in a sprayer or just right a watering can you right know?
0: And, and and literally that's what it is it's just a good handful of corn and a bucket of water um uh-huh. what if you're going to pour it over the plants that's really all you need to do if you're going to spray it of course uh oh, that cornmeal can clog up sprayers pretty easily mm-hmm. so put that that big handful of cornmeal down in the mm-hmm. toe of a stock a pair of old pantyhose something like that and that way after you soak it you just pull that out and throw it away you don't have to worry about straining your water, you've got the trichoderma mm-hmm. growing in there, and it just you know cuts one step out of having to strain it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you you know the other thing, <laughs> the thing us guys use is uh, go to the paint store and get what they call a paint strainer's bag. They're less than a dollar, uh-huh. and it's what painters pour the paint through to take the lumps or things out of that. You can pour, put your cornmeal down on the bottom of your paint strainer bag, and uh, once again, mm-hmm. just eliminates the need to. Uh, uh, to try to get the lumps out before you put it in your sprayer. But you do whatever works for you. If you've got, you know, 40 feet of squash, 40-foot uh, row of squash, you're probably going to spray it. If you have four or five or half a dozen plants and just, just doing it in a watering can, it's just, uh, just about as easy.
1: I just have 14 plants, but some of them do not have it as a preventive. As a I
0: preventive, on absolutely.
1: On all of them? Yes, ma'am. You know. Okay. Okay. Now, in desperation, because this happened yesterday, I just put some cornmeal on the on the on the bottom on the ground. Uh huh. And watered it in. Does that have any benefit?
0: It has a great deal. Or is of-
1: that just for? for my own sake?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no it 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 does have benefit because okay. there are some other problems that get splashed up when we get these good rains. Uh, They splash up out of the soil and onto the plant, so it does help. The problem with powdery mildew is the fungal spores are floating through the air. They're not coming up out of the ground, and that's why just putting it on the ground alone is not usually enough. But, hey, you didn't waste your time. If people would do that under their roses, if they do that around their periwinkles, Mm -hmm. they would have a lot fewer disease issues. That was a good move.
1: Well, these leaves that have this, the most severe, uh-huh. will they just eventually fall off, or can I cut them off, or is that well,
0: not a good... Well, when you get some good new leaves on there, if you want to cut them off just for cosmetic mm-hmm. purposes, you can. They're going to turn kind of brown and crispy, but, you know, we, we don't eat the leaves. We eat the blossoms. We eat the fruit. So uh, uh, when they have some good new healthy leaves on them, yeah, you can cut the old ones off if you want to.
1: Okay, I have a few other questions if you have time.
0: Go right ahead. That's what this sour is good for.
1: We have found a container of corn gluten meal in Uh our storage. I don't remember what that's for. What is? Was it like for a pre-emergent?
0: That is what it is. Yeah, that's what it is commonly sold for. Now, when we have prolonged wet weather, it doesn't work Uh as a pre-emergent. But it is a good fertilizer. It is high in nitrogen, so... Um, rather than keep it around to get full of weevils, things mm-hmm. like that, I'd just use it around um, wherever you would like to give things a little a little boost.
1: The squash
0: would be but just fine. I use
1: it around the squash.
0: You certainly okay. certainly could use it around the squash.
1: Okay, now I have a question, and this is a simple minded question, but when these tomatoes are wrapped, how do you spray them? With the liquid seaweed, do you undo them when, it the, when the plants are small and you have them wrapped? mm mm-hmm. Well, when
0: I, when the plants are small, my tomato plants, I use the wrap only about 12 or 14 inches high because I feel like the only time that they really need the protection against the wind, against the cold, is Uh when they're very small. So I can just, I'm going to spray them well enough, just spraying downwards. I'm going to get plenty of liquid seaweed on the leaves. And as you Mm -hmm. well know, when it warms up, and it will warm up. Mm-hmm. Uh, those tomato plants are going to be way above that little twelve-inch barrier around the edge. But I find if I'm, you know, just walking down the uh, the row in the garden, it's not any problem. You don't have to cover every single inch of every single leaf. But I'm getting enough of it on there to do a pretty good job.
1: Oh, and I've been trying to get it under the leaves also. Oh, you I don't.
0: I, you don't really I need to, to do, do that. that. Yeah, you don't really need to do that.
1: Okay, my last gardening question. When do you usually plant eggplants?
0: Eggplant is a warm weather plant. Mm-hmm. Um, it I uh, probably I usually let's say here's my planting order. I'll plant the tomatoes as early as I feel comfortable about being able to protect them from frost. Two, three weeks later, I will plant my peppers and my eggplant. Two, three weeks after that, I'll plant my okra. Okra is a real hot weather plant. Tomatoes will take a lot of cool as long as they don't freeze. Eggplant and peppers are about the same, and they just kind of fall right in the middle. Now I'll tell you, they're not really going to grow much top until we get pretty warm weather. But they're sitting there, growing roots. My eggplant went in about three weeks ago. Uh, about the same time. Oh, my you peppers have yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I think okay. you're fine to plant it now. Like I say, mm-hmm. it's it's visibly it's not doing a whole lot. And I don't plan to go pull mm-hmm. one up, but I, if I did, I think I would find that the roots are expanding. I pretty mm-hmm. much know they are because when I first planted, you know, I was having to water every single day because we weren't mm-hmm. wasn't raining so much and that heat had come out and they would just droop. Well, mm-hmm. you know, after right now, I'm having to water them about every third day if it doesn't rain. So I know they've gotten some good roots established. and uh, But don't expect to see a lot of growth on them now until we start getting mm-hmm. into regular 80 to 90 degree weather nobody look, nobody looks no none of us look forward to that but the eggplant and the peppers they do look forward to that
1: do you wrap the eggplants like you do the tomatoes i do
0: i do uh-huh. and it's it's more just to keep those cold winds off of them this late no i don't think it's really mm-hmm. necessary but when i first mm-hmm. put them out um i get oh. out my little strips of uh insulate and clothespins mm-hmm. and just you know, only takes a minute because I put cages around my eggplants. Many people don't do that, but my eggplant grows almost waist high and you get, you know, four or five good-sized eggplants hanging on those little (laughs) limbs. Uh, uh, They can fall over and break just like anything else can. So I use a Mm -hmm. smaller tomato cage and a shorter tomato cage, but uh, Mm -hmm. I put those around my eggplants as well. I don't do it on all my peppers. Some of my peppers are little short shishitos, but on my Mm top Smaller ones, uh, I most definitely mm-hmm. put them in cages as well.
1: Last question: How long does a green bean plant? bear well
0: that's a great question if you're growing pole beans they'll bear pretty much uh, all summer long but they don't produce very much uh i my pole beans have been such a disappointment over the past few years i've almost stopped growing and i'm growing almost exclusively bush beans i would say on average they produce for about a month I try to plant uh, a fresh crop about every 30 days, and I plant different ones. I love Taveras, a little real thin, absolutely delicious green bean. But it's an early season bean; it doesn't like the real heat. So I've got Taveras in the garden right now. Sometime in the next two three weeks, I'll probably plant some Contenders, which is one of my favorite hotter weather beans. But you know, this uh, this has just been a very cool, pleasant spring so far.
1: Right, and I did plant some contenders, and I planted them early. In fact, I covered them once or twice because uh – i i wanted green beans early well try to plant things that the grandchildren will eat <laughs> That was so maybe. we're planting green beans and squash
0: and if they're any you know if they're up to a thinking age you can even get them to help you pick them and they think that's a real thrill so uh it's a good thing to don't No, contenders a good bean but next year plant an early crop of uh an early crop of Tavera, T-A-V-E-R-A. In addition, and I think uh, Grandma will think that's about the the best tasting uh, green bean she's ever eaten. Do uh,
1: do you carry the seed at we the do. store, or do you order it?
0: Now we carry it at Shades of Green. I think most nurseries do. You can certainly okay. order it, but. Uh, uh, uh <laughs> we carry it because i demand that we carry it i tell wendy you okay. keep that on the shelf because you never know what i need to go plant some more of it so yeah you'll I find it like
1: to try it yeah. because i planted some uh uh the contenders and i planted uh some uh blue lake
0: sure well it's getting a little late on tavera because i know it's going to get hot but hey if you want to oh, see okay. it's cheap but i i plant my tavera back in march
1: mm-hmm. well we try to pick them kind of young because that's huh. the only way they eat them
0: well, and hey, when will, the
1: green bean is young. So.
0: You okay. you try these, and I think you will all will enjoy them, Beverly.
1: Yeah, I will try them, and I appreciate the help.
0: It's always a pleasure. I appreciate the call this morning. Have a happy Mother's Thank Day. You.
1: <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. You're Bye. welcome.
0: Bye. All right, uh, Sid's next, and it'll be Michael. Good morning, Sid.
2: Well, good morning, Bob.
0: Good morning, sir.
2: Talked to you last week about chiggers. Right. And uh, I did go by uh, the nursery, and I got the uh, solution that uh, you said to spray. Right. Although, because of all the rain, I didn't spray because I was concerned that it wouldn't stay. Uh, Is that a a good concern? or?
0: that's a valid concern and you know when we're having 50 degree mornings which you're having in Candelia just like i am in bernie chiggers are not going to be too bad it's when it starts getting a little drier or a little hotter so about the time we get really concerned about chiggers is about the time uh your spray is going to work the very best in the meantime i just put a little bit of that personal repellent whether it's cactus juice or murphy's or whatever you use i just you know Rub that from about the knees down, and knock on wood. I haven't had my first sugar yet this year, so uh, um, yeah, I think I I would wait until we're in a little drier period. And you know, who knows when that's going to be? It's it's a really you're so thankful for the rain, and you get a little a little upset because it interferes with other things you want to do. But man, never run the rain off. I've seen this country too dry a whole lot more than I've ever seen it too wet.
2: Well, they started early over where I am. Okay. <laughs> uh the the other thing I wanted to ask you about is i also uh, bought a uh oh gosh now what's the name of it uh the uh, uh the thai, thai basil cause, yeah. uh yeah. it just draws so many bees
0: oh yeah
2: it is a magnificent plant, but you gotta have plenty room for it. <laughs> but uh, when I planted, I went ahead and planted it in a pot so that I could uh, keep it out of the way of the, the plants I want to grow in the garden. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems to be turning yellow, and I'm concerned that it's just going to die.
0: Well, it likes, like all basil, it likes it warm. The hotter it gets, the happier it's going to be, and it doesn't want to stay overly wet. You want to water thoroughly when you water, but it's tough putting a little plant in a big pot because it just doesn't dry out evenly, so Watch your watering very carefully. And uh, the two things that basil hates most are uh, excessive water and cool temperatures. So uh, you and I both know, looking at that calendar, we're going to be into very warm weather very shortly, and it's going to be much happier. You just simply started uh, what would have been great most years. It's just turned out to be a little bit early for basil this year.
2: I see. Um, the other thing that I was concerned about, when I've, I've got it in about a – Fifteen gallon pot, I guess. Right. Uh, And uh, I put potting soil down in the in the bottom, and then about two inches of of the uh, uh, compost up on top of that. And I was wondering, is is there a concern about having too much compost that I planted it in?
0: If your compost is fully manure, fully broken down, it's okay um, to to plant you know, impure compost, but until that, and most compost you buy is not that, not that totally decomposed. I think you're better to blend your compost in with your garden soil, potting soil, whatever you're using in there. But uh, if the compost is still warm enough, you know, if if it still feels really warm to the touch, uh, yeah, that can be a little bit hot for something tender like basil or like most of your vegetable plants not going to really yeah it uh it's pretty well broken down but i still if you do it again blend it with the soil i um i just in general i don't usually plant in pure compost i want to mix it in with uh with soil at least to some extent
2: okay now another thing is uh how close can you plant pepper plants
0: well it depends depends on the pepper i would judge by the size that the pepper is going to reach at maturity it really doesn't hurt to crowd them a bit it just uh you know makes a little bit harder to pick and it means that the plants are going to kind of grow maybe a little lopsided because they're obviously going to grow where they get the most sunlight little shishito peppers You know, I'm going to plant them probably a foot apart, whereas uh, sweet bananas or, man, if you're growing something as big as a poblano's, I'm going to plant them a good, you know, two feet apart because those things are going to get five feet tall and uh, two feet wide. Now, I do, when I plant, I do just like my tomatoes. If I'm putting them in a cage, I'm going to plant two plants uh, instead of just one. I'm going to put those, those two plants just an inch or two apart, but then it's going to be uh, you know, somewhere between one and two feet before, <coughs> excuse me, before I get to uh, plant the next pair of plants.
2: Okay. Now, I have not been able to find any poblano plants.
0: I haven't found any yet either. I don't know what's with growers. I'm hoping we will see some but peppers are hot weather plants we can and they they don't stop producing just because the nights get hot the way tomatoes do so we've still got you know two months of planting time on peppers. so you keep looking and i'll do the same
2: okay well sure thank you bob and you have a blessed day
0: you do the same Sid.